Welcome back, Coffee and Combo listeners. This is Liz Bullard, your host. Thank you for tuning in again. If this is your first time tuning in to Coffee and Combos, thanks for dropping in. Coffee and Combos is a podcast where I talk with local leaders, some of my close friends, business owners, and other people uh, local to Waterbury, Connecticut, or the surrounding areas about different things that are affecting the community, things that are happening locally, whether it's events, issues, um, and just tying it back to the community and how it's going to help us grow or how it's going to affect the people and the places that we live. And this episode, we're sharing about COVID-19. It's still around, still hanging around there. People are still isolated. And we're talking about the different lessons that it has taught. The first episode for this year, I sat with two of my close friends, Dawn and Christina, and we talked about a 2020 vision, having a vision and using that to propel your year. And while this comes at a inconvenient time and it's lingering and it's affecting people, changing lives, there's still a lesson that it brings us and it helps to shape our vision as we continue to go through the year. And so I sat with these two ladies to talk about that and how and what lessons that it's teaching them and how it's shaping their lives. So check out this episode right after the sponsored segment. Unbelievable. All right. Hello and welcome to another episode of Coffee and Combos. This is still quarantine, COVID-19 edition, but I am so excited. I haven't talked to these two ladies in a very long time. I'm joined by Dawn Tyson and Christina Sam-Reach. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hello. Liz, I cannot hear you. You're so low. Can you hear me better now? All right, I'll try and speak louder. How are you ladies doing? How are your households? Are you well? Are you safe? I'm safe because my job has me in my house quarantined for the full-time job. Uh, It's been challenging because as a case manager, you're supposed to do uh, home visits, see how the client's doing, how their children are doing. And now we're, you know, calling them on the phone and doing FaceTime or trying to do FaceTime with them. Some that want to participate, some that don't. So that's a concern because uh, my clients are DCF cases. So they need to have their eyes on them because as you know, or as the news has said, the, uh, the rate of domestic violence, abuse of children is all going to be going up because of Mm. Oh my goodness. And that's something that definitely we're going to have to connect and talk about because that's a whole nother topic and like side effect that sometimes I think people forget, like, you know, you think about yourself in your home and you being safe, but there are some people that are still just not safe. So we keep them in our thoughts and prayers. Mm. Christina, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I am on the other side, Don. I applause to you both that you both staying home mm-hmm. and be acquainted with your beautiful legs, Don. <laughs> well, you know you guys can come out and just and do six six feet apart. We can handle that out here. <laughs> I know, but you know, it's like I am I'm quarantining it for real, mm-hmm. but I'm not. 
because I'm a front line mm-hmm. and I work at, at Savings and DePaul and the unfortunate one need food. Yes. They need, you know, it's not fair for them that we are so afraid of this virus that um, they come and get it to us. But at the same time, you think about those people that doesn't have a home mm-hmm. where what 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 would they do? And that's why we, we still open mm-hmm. and we do the best that we can. And the best the the good part is that I'm going to work. But the bad part is that I am live in fears every single day because it's not fair for me. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine what about if I have the virus that I don't know mm-hmm. and, and I carry this virus. And I didn't know. And then I come home mm-hmm. to my children, which my children, I'm not allowed them to go anywhere. They've been home for like a month. Mm-hmm. And what about if they get it? And because of me, it's not fair. That's my fear. And I think that's like really hard too, especially when you're on the front line and yes. like you feel good because you're doing a good work. You're out there, you're caring for someone else. But then there's yes. that guilt of, you know, yes. like, oh my God. And that fear of like, am I yes. putting my family in danger? You're right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. My mom, she know that I was working at the kitchen, the front line, doing this, helping the poor, mm-hmm. you know, which is good. But then at the same time, my mom's like, don't come see your mom. <laughs> don't come see me. Yeah. Mom, you know, I haven't seen my mom since this thing is going on. I haven't seen my mom and my dad, mm-hmm. my sister, my niece, my nephew. I haven't seen them for like a month. Mm-hmm. And that's the saddest part yes. because our family is so close. Absolutely. It's like every weekend, mm-hmm. we always go there to go visit them, play with my niece, my nephew. Mm-hmm. And now all we can talk or FaceTime. It's not feeling, it's, it's not, not the same. same. It's not like touching, hugging, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's that's the saddest part. I mean, otherwise, I highly recommend it. everyone staying home, mm-hmm. being safe. If you don't have nothing to do, if you have enough food, stay home or get toilet paper, stay home. <laughs> don't go out there and get any stupid stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh. The, the, you the heard shopping. it from Christina. You the stay behind home. <laughs> <laughs> I went to I went to Dollar General because I drove past Walmart in Cromwell. The line is out the door because they're doing so many people in Walmart at a time. Mm-hmm. so I was like well I wasn't going to go to Walmart anyway but then right. I went to the other store like Dollar General is considered you know you have groceries or somewhat of groceries and I said well you know what maybe I'll get some cereal because that's all I needed was like the cereal right. and uh, the- God, if you need food let me know huh if you need food you guys let me know I can pack the food and drop it off for you guys Christina you stay feeding me I can't wait till after quarantine I do. I listen I was people. eating good coming over at your house I'm very sad <laughs> you, know, like, if you guys need food you guys need cereal you guys need vegetables you can need bread let me know I can drop it off for you but don't come see me I can drop <laughs> it off in front of your house that's the only thing I can do and you know I have to make sure don't mind me it's like I Liz, if you need food, Don, if you need food, I can drop it off for you. Just let me know I what need, you need. I need a big pot of fire. I need a big pot of I'll take the order, too. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> but, no, I have groceries. You know, I have, like, meats and stuff. I just was going in there to get some cereal. And I, I was shocked because I usually get a smaller milk because I don't have my son here who would need the big gallon. And I'm like, I'm not going to buy a big gallon of milk and I really need the smaller one for me. I'd rather give that to somebody else because there was only like three of them in there left, okay? So if somebody really needed milk, I'd rather give it to a family than, you know, I still have milk, 
I was just going to go get uh, some more milk before I run out of the one that I have here. So I was like, and I, that big and one, that's, like, that's okay. And that's really thoughtful to think about like others. And I think that you kind of, and we'll get more into that, looking at what this has done to society, what it's teaching us, what it's showing us. I think when it first started and no one knew if everything was going to get shut down, everyone was just grabbing everything. It was just like, I need this for me. And like everyone was grabbing what is there. But then sometimes as you continue to look at the news and different things, you see people are just really making that conscious effort to think about others. So that's nice. We have to do that. I mean, like the whole toilet tissue thing. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the one that does the uh, inspirational speaking, Ivana, save your, you know, save your life. She was like, what are people doing with all this tissue? Like, <laughs> what is going on? And I'm like, for me, I don't need, I need the regular amount of tissue in my house. I don't need the overload. Yeah, that's all you need. The only people that need that are the ones that have big families. And that's understandable. But don't go crazy just because everybody else is going. <laughs> hey, I will tell you the joke, Don, in this. If you don't need tissue, you need hand and you need a bucket and the water. That's, it. <laughs> that's all you need. Okay? I know you, you said I should crazy. just go out to the water with the dust and the pearls and take you a little wash up. Why do you leave? <laughs> Don, you don't need to worry about it. There's a few things over there that I could, you know, use. <laughs> <laughs> my poor neighbor, she kicked her kids out of the house. She didn't even say go outside and get a leash. She said all you need is a bucket and a hand. Man, the Look, you know the struggle. You know, the, you know the struggle's real when your neighbor says, Dawn, did, didn't you say you need the kids to uh, break the leaves and put them in piles? She keeps them out. <laughs> she, lives, she works at home anyway. And I, you know, I found that out re- you know, a while ago that she works from home. So now she's like, Dawn, it's a nice day. You want them to rake some more leaves? You want them- no, she's <laughs> trying to get them kids out her house. Oh, yeah. That's a good hour or two of them raking, okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, listen, ladies, I really wanted you on to do this episode because when we, we first brought in the year, you guys were talking about um, 2020 vision, having a vision for your life, having a vision for this year. Um, we talked about identifying things that you don't want in your life if you didn't have a goal set. Um, and I don't think any of us saw this coming. No. <laughs> no. Not at so all. So I wanted you to come on and, and us to have a conversation about what has this taught you? And like, what lessons do you hope that this teaches us as a society? And so just like COVID-19 lessons. So. Okay. So, you know what? Actually, yes. Um, I appreciated COVID-19 though. You know how I always complaining that I never spend time with my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. COVID-19, I appreciate life. Mm-hmm. I appreciate everything that I have. I appreciate the time being with my kids. Mm-hmm. I appreciate how much that my kid cares so much about me. Like I went to work, coming back home, they recognize the mom is tired. Mm. I cook food for my mom. Like cook dinner. They help me clean up. They 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 have their own responsibility. They're so independent, and they they do anything just to make me happy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yes, they annoy. They get this a little annoying for me, you know. Sometimes I do scream it because that's my <laughs> habit. I scream, you know. But I appreciate it being the time with my kid. They understand. They understand. Okay, this is the virus. I'm gonna stay home, making sure my mom is not worry more, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the thing about the COVID nineteen is that a 
it teach us something that the family we always work 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 and we never appreciate our family we don't appreciate the life that we have and now COVID-19 keep us informed being with your family appreciate it being with your loved one appreciate that appreciate everything not many people see that but absolutely. I have to say that absolutely I 100% agree and I think when you were on um, for that vision episode you talked about one of your visions and one of the goals you had was spending time with your family yeah. and I yeah. think that you know sometimes we talk about like if you don't let your body rest it'll you know it'll make you rest make you lay down and I think this is kind of one of those things you know we yeah. no one saw this or prepared for this but it's a good lesson in it is. you know like really if you have a goal Set up and do it because you never know what's going to derail you. You never know what's going to happen. But this is a real lesson in appreciate um, your family. Take out for yourself. Let your body heal and recover and and have the self-care. Absolutely. You know, all those times that I've been like, look, even though I'm going to work, the only thing that I'm doing is is, is go to work, come back home, go to work, come back home, shopping, get the stuff that I need to do. And then just come back home and just being home and that you know um we have the woman brunch that we push it to may 19 mm-hmm. i mean may 16 and that gave me a little more time of yeah. of that vision what what i want to do more what i want mm-hmm. to create more and that gave me more time like you say self-reflect zen do mm-hmm. the thing that you love that you never have time to do because you always your life is always ongoing going yes. and going and going and you never take that self moment to reflect like oh my god this is real this is my Mm -hmm. life this is what i need to do self-reflect and self-love this is a time that you need to do that yeah what about for you dawn what kind of personal lessons has this kind of drove home for you well there's a lot of different ones i mean i am another one that's close-knit to a big family and Mm -hmm. um, we've had to you know the ones that are local and that we're used to seeing, especially around getting ready to be the Easter holiday. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, just the simple things like birthdays and my uncle and Aunt Shirley, they just celebrate 64 years of marriage. Mm -hmm. We had to do a Zoom event and try to see each other that way. And everybody Mm -hmm. can see each other, but Aunt Shirley and Uncle Leo is going to figure it out on their phones. (laughs) So (laughs) we can hear their voices, but uh, they saw our pictures. And then we've been doing, we had, we had already started doing a video, well, not video, but like a FaceTime where you do a meeting uh, prayer every Sunday, but every Sunday I'm usually at work. So the last couple of Sundays I haven't been able to, or the Sundays in the past, I haven't been able to actually chime on because my lady that I work with in the evening, she would usually, like I clock, I clock in at six o'clock at her house and Sometimes she might be in the bathroom and sometimes she's like right next to me. So last week I was able to finally chime in um, on the, the prayer line because my uncle was doing the prayer, my uncle Leotis, and I'm very close to him. He's my godfather. And so it was nice, but I had to say in Facebook, hey, I'm at work. So if you, <laughs> you see that I'm extremely quiet, is because I can't say anything. So I had my ear plugged in one ear to see what I was doing. <laughs> and they were doing the prayer and everybody came on. A lot of my cousins from all over the United States were on that 
particular prayer line, which was beautiful because I got to hear their voices. And you don't realize, you know, how you miss like hearing their voices, seeing them. You know, I don't know when I'm going to see them. And I'm in fear of like the uncle and aunt that live here in Hamden. I, I would love to go and, 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 and say hi through the, their patio door, but I'm scared to do that because they live in an elderly facility. I just don't want it. You know, you never know with the virus, like I could be carrying it, but not have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that's where I'm scared at. So I stay constantly, you know, I stay at home. I only go when, out when I need to. And I see those, you know, evening clients. I stay prayered up. I'm constantly posting. My trainers are so awesome that they either have exercises or one who's Catholic along with me. She does rosary at least, uh, I want to say it's three times a day. So I'm doing my mm-hmm. rosary more often than I normally do rosary and praying more often than normally. And on Sunday, even though I can't go to church, I have attended the mass online for Immaculate mm-hmm. and my cousin's churches, you know, in Bridgeport and so forth. So it's just, you know, my mindset is more like that and trying to keep me positive. Like the, like you said, the yo- my yoga, the Zumba, the exercise, anything that, you know, instructors that I usually have, if I can see your yeah. face, at least I feel like I'm not just sitting here. And I think that's a big thing is like people trying to avoid being isolated. And so I think it's beautiful that families are still finding a way to be connected. Friends are still finding a way to be connected, whether it's through FaceTime or Zoom or phone calls, that people are still, even though we're social distancing, you know, we're letting there be a physical distance and yeah. not this um, emotionally distant, you know, boundary. Yes. So that's really beautiful that, you know, again, still finding that way to be connected to your support. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, what I'm thinking about the COVID-19 is that it makes people very careful of their own hygiene. Yeah. You know, I am, I'm not the type of person who's always like, okay, I love cleaning my house. <laughs> but I'm not a type of person is always, I have to wipe everything on my door and everything. Mm-hmm. Now, just because like, like Dawn was mentioning about, you know, you, you doesn't know if you are the one that the carrier, mm-hmm. but you don't want it to touch everything and pass on to your loved one. And now it's like everything that I do is like coming back from home. I didn't even give a hug or kiss to mm-hmm. my kids yet. I went downstairs to my room mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. went upstairs straight to the bathroom, take a shower and make sure I doing the routine, which is turns I mean, which is doing clean my hand, take a hot shower, mm-hmm. make sure I'm clean, wash Damn. my clothes, you know. And then after that, like 30 minutes later, I'm going hug with my kid. My kid was like, mom what's wrong with you you never been like this you know and Mm -hmm. that's make me realize Mm -hmm. that you care so much for your loved one and you tend Mm -hmm. to do anything to taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. your your, your loved one is safe and when I used to when I used to work at the shelter part-time what or or either I had a case that I knew that they weren't as clean as they could be and I was coming home to Cameron I would tell him have my robe ready and meet me out back (laughs) on the back porch because I literally would go like he would bring the robe and I would strip out mm-hmm. there and put the robe on and then the clothes that I that I had on would be right into the washing machine and yeah. that way I wouldn't be carrying anything throughout the yeah. house because it was like I didn't want like 
at the shelter I was at, there was bed bugs. There was all kinds of yeah, I listen. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the from them shelter days and like when there was the bed bugs real bad. I'm like, yep, as soon as you hit the door, it was like right in the wrong, yep, uh huh, yep. exactly. And that's that's that is good, you know, that that we know that that's all one of our protocol and that's mm-hmm. one of the our house, you know, mm-hmm. house cleaning and everything has to be prepped and done nice and clean. And that's teach us a lot. Mm-hmm. And when that also. I, I have kids and that makes my kids realize that mom does really care no matter what. And you know, it's funny too with me because when after work, sometimes I had to go see my boyfriend. I was like, guys, I had to step out. Mom, you know what social distancing means? <laughs> <laughs> They're now keeping they you accountable. Me. Like we want you, you to know? be safe. Yeah. Like mom, do you know what social distancing? And like, yes, I do know. And it was that mean to you from you and James. I know, but you know, I see him once a once a week. It's okay. I'm like that's still not social distancing. <laughs> it's true though. It's this. very interesting because you you mentioned that, and I had a cousin. Uh, like I told you, my cousin came over here with her son, and he wanted to go fishing. She wanted to check on me, but she had been quarantined. You know, before I started being quarantined, and the only people that she was seeing was her uh, children and the and her grandchildren in Bridgeport. So she came mm-hmm. over, you know, because I knew she was quarantined. I, you know, I let her in and everything. And we did hug. And, and that was weird because I, I was standoffish at first. And then, I, <laughs> and then I hugged her. And then my it was funny because my father called. And he was like, you better not be giving my daughter the corona. And, oh, <laughs> and my God. Like, Wait, what'd you call it early? Auntie no, Rona? Stay Auntie away from Rona. Auntie Rona. And so... <laughs> My dad, my dad said that, and you know, Renee was like, "Dawn is in, is covered in the blood of Jesus. She, she's oh like, she, there is nothing gonna happen to her because she is taken care of." And so he got quiet. He didn't say anything. And I told him afterwards. I said, "You know, you know, even though she took a risk, she was concerned because she knows I'm here by myself. They, mm-hmm. she has like, you know, her her grandchildren. Mm-hmm. My son's all the way in California, so." You know, when especially with the holidays and everything, that's what she was, you know, ta- you know, concerned. Like Dawn's gonna go in one of her her moods that like she goes. I know I go into those moods when holidays come up and I get lonely. So yeah. you know, that's why she did it. But have you guys like as far as the the social distancing today was very interesting. <laughs> I was at Dollar General and I had gotten what I needed, but then I still wanted to get jelly beans because I'm trying to sneak them through. <laughs> an envelope to Cameron because I saved his like Easter card so that I could like put a little something in there of candy and stuff and I'll send them some money, you know, by Vimo like we always do. So I was over there and I go back in line and there was a woman in front of me and so she was already in line and then there's another lady, I guess that was her friend and the friend was like, you know, pretending to look for some kind of cosmetics and stuff. You know how I am. I'm looking at the two white ladies and I'm saying to myself, I wish she would try the one in the cart, try to cut me knowing that I'm <laughs> in line, but I'm keeping my distance. So then she tried, oh my she, God. she tried to boss me and say, oh, you can get in front of me. And she just rolled her cart, her cart a little bit ways. And I said, no, I'm good where I'm at right now. And I had my mask on and everything because I'm really trying to get better with doing that. I said, I'm I'm good where I am. I'm practicing our social distancing. And I'm looking at them like, y'all don't watch the news? 
And, I, and I'm sorry, but those those are the the main people that sneeze on people, don't <laughs> don't cover their mouth, and I'm like, mm, no, I'm staying right here. And then they started to form a line behind me, so that's when it got a little confusing because now you have two lines, and those people were fighting. So you wow. just like people didn't know whether to be close or distant. they no, they were fighting because. They didn't know who was going next. And when I had, and so there was tape, they had tape where it said, this is six feet, like right at the beginning of where the, the cashier line would start and then so forth all the way up to where the cash register lady was. And I was following those stick, those uh, tape signs. And so they, mm -hmm. the ones behind me, they were not practicing those six feet. They were right up on top of each other. And I'm just looking at them like, mm -hmm. wow. so that's so that, crazy. Brings to, that brings me to my next point, kind of how do you think this is going to affect us like as a community and kind of globally? Because I went to two stores yesterday mm -hmm. and in one st in, in two different um, towns, because I had forgot something, so I did run back. And in one store, it seemed like it was much more like, okay, we're going to practice social distancing. Like people were actually going like one way, following the, air the arrows and like practicing stay far apart. And in one store... I didn't see like anybody with any masks, like no gloves, like people were just kind of like just going about. And in that second store where everyone was closer together, it was like in a smaller community where people, I guess, were more comfortable. Like it was their local yeah. store, like on the neighborhood. So like they did not practice it as much as when I went to the larger store who served a bigger community. Well, I did notice um, that too when I drove to Essex on Wednesday, people were walking. And you know how mm -hmm. you're, they're talking about having your distance walking. Some people were walking their dogs. Some people were walking, period. Or they would stop and talk to a neighbor. But the, the six feet wasn't happening. And I'm just watching it. And that's why they're saying on the news, police are going to be going around soon and monitoring that. Really? Because the, the person... You mean entire Connecticut? Hmm? Do you mean, do you mean the police going to monitor? Okay, yeah, uh, mandated because they're saying people, they're saying that people are going to parks. They're not, they're not doing the six, you know, feet space or whatever. And so now they're going to get the police involved to mandate it because people are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Mm, I agree with that. You know, do what? you think Actually, that has to do with people, us being as a society, like we talked about earlier? how we're so busy and like this is the first time that people are able to kind of like relax and practice self-care do you think people are saying like i'm gonna risk it because this is the first time that i kind of get to enjoy being outside so they're kind of not taking it as serious well i would say that if you're educated people <laughs> if you have a good job and if you know if you work in the community mm -hmm. you should know what's going on the protocol mm -hmm. is number one to take care of yourself I mean, there, yes, I do notice that when you go to every store, none of their, each of the store, they follow rules differently. But mm -hmm. it's your, it's your car and it's you is the one that have to practice mm -hmm. those routines to making sure taking care of yourself. Even though you're telling them what to do, they're not going to follow you. They don't love their life. This is how I see. If you don't take care of yourself, you don't do the rule. As it should be, that means you don't love your life. That means you don't care about your loved one. Mm -hmm. But I do care. I'm going to make sure I'm safe. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure I'm stayed away from you. I'm making sure mm -hmm. I wear a mask and a glove and stay away from me. Don't talk to me. That's mm -hmm. it. 
That's all I care. Well, they were saying that they're going to have uh, certain grocery stores. I know Stop and Shop is one of them. And Whole Foods, they're going to be supplying gloves and masks soon. Yes. When you-, you know what? Actually, one of the Indian stores that uh, James went in West Haven, mm-hmm. he said he say that store is a must to go because he do every procedure that is supposed to be. Every customer that walk into his store, he handle glove. Every customer wow. walk into the store, he handle the glove. And he put one garbage outside of his store. Once the customer walked out, they they put the, they throw the glove inside the garbage can, or they can take it home. I think that's that yeah. is the goodest procedure to do. That is like the mm-hmm. best protocol because, like yesterday, I joked when I was at the store because there was like a glove. Yes, on the yes. I was like, look, I said, look, I said it's contaminated. It's a glove. Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. like, what? Those people are throwing it in the parking lot. They're there. throwing gloves in the parking lot yes. after they use yes. them. It's so <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, that's why I told you guys. I say that is only ignorant people and uneducated mm-hmm. people that doesn't know what to do in there. I wonder how are they doing taking care of their own house if they throw mm-hmm. gloves on the street? Exactly. Like that, you know, you think about that way. I mean, if you have a rule to follow, if you don't mandate those rules, something is wrong mm-hmm. with you. It, mm-hmm. it, you know, just think that way. I mean, I want to make sure that I'm clean. I want to make sure you don't mm-hmm. want to carry this this disease to your loved mm-hmm. ones. So you do the best that you can. Stay away from people. And mm-hmm. I'm not ignorant. I'm not listening to everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm 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 read the news and and then and then follow that. That's it. And do the best that you can. Mm. That's all I can say. I mean, those people that throwing gloves everywhere mm-hmm. on the street, it's ridiculous. You know how many gloves that I found. When I go to a store today, oh, I found 10 gloves on the ground. Mm-mm. Are you out of your mind? Mm. This is the time where you come together, be compassion, help each other and clean it up. Don't just throw and don't be ignorant. Mm-hmm. Calling people. And you know, sometimes I'm afraid when I'm going to store, they would be calling mm-hmm. me or, or harassing me because I'm Asian. Um, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And so I let's talk about that because as... Uh, globally, how do you think that this is affecting, especially, you know, um, Christina, you being Asian and talking about the Asians, you know, <laughs> I think as a community, like, do you, rather than this drawing, because uh, globally, we are all going through the same thing. This is like the first time that everyone can be like, wow, I understand how you feel because we are all yeah. going through this. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we all but, went through this. And to be honest, yes. I do feel. I feel a lot for the Asian that are live in California and different states. But as for mm-hmm. me, it doesn't affect me because I mm-hmm. didn't go through that because the mm-hmm. community know who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They know where I've been. They know where I live. They know that I'm not out anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Mm-hmm. I I didn't encounter that harassment yet, but I do mm-hmm. feel that for other Asian that got beat up that got mm-hmm. punched to the face and like mm. everywhere and I do I pray for myself if I go somewhere I, I don't want that to happen to me mm-hmm. but I pray for yeah. everyone I pray for everyone that wh- whoever that affected by this mm-hmm. to to save that's all I can say and you know for me I hope that a lesson is. that we t- away from this is we are all at the bottom at the end of the day we are all mm-hmm. human beings yes. this 
this did not decide to like okay like this is I was getting ready to say that Liz yeah because people were saying at first oh no black people got the disease and then people that were black that is ridiculous Mm -hmm. (laughs) all you had all these celebrities whether you were rich yeah. or this disease whatever is not, you were, yeah. you was affected. Yeah, this disease, I mean, this virus is no discrimination. Mm-hmm. It attacks no, no you anyway if you do not take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Just remember that. Yeah. This 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 virus is is a hater. It's a hater. Okay. <laughs> I call it a hater. It's the devil. If you don't care, if you don't take care of yourself, mm-hmm. they're gonna eat you alive. But if you do take care of yourself, then that would be fine. This this virus is a hater. That's it. That's all I said. I don't know. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a catch twenty two because like my cousin's uh friend from school, and I didn't even think about this. You know how you like think about it after the person's gone. He was a pharmacist. Yeah. And he got, he contracted Mm -hmm. the um, virus and died just like two days ago. He left his wife and, and um, his two uh, young children and he went to the hospital and he died alone. And it's like, my cousin was like, you know, I went to college with this guy. We went to college in Howard for four years and we kept in touch. And, you know, she's only four years younger than me. So do the math. He's that he's you know he was young, so it's like okay. Yeah. Then you start thinking about all the things of how he could have gotten it as a pharmacist, and then like you know the mm-hmm. post the the message I sent to you guys earlier, my aunt Shirley sent me, and I didn't even think about the postman. Imagine a postman being upset to the point where he decides, oh, I have the virus, so I'm gonna spit on people's mail and give it to the people. That's like I say, that's ignorant and uneducated person. So I, I, you know, I, that's what, you know, I just try to be mindful, but it is interesting about the whole mask and the gloves. Cause I had my mask on, but I didn't have the gloves on. Then there was a lady there that she had gloves on, but no mask. So to me, mm. I feel like the mask is probably the more important up besides the glove <laughs> mm. because your, your face, yeah. you don't want anything to go in that nose to go down to your lungs and then you are in trouble. Yeah. True. But I think also, like, as you were talking, I was thinking about um, kind of also how we touched about being considerate and conscious mm-hmm. of others. I that this is a time to, like, be respectful mm-hmm. of other people, to um, be supportive of other people. Because, again, we are all going through this. We're all ch- ad- adapting to a new life, adapting mm-hmm. to a new change. And to have compassion for another. And it's unfortunate when we see those things that are hateful, like people being spiteful yeah. or uh, judgmental or prejudiced against one person or the other. But do you think that as a whole, that society can learn or is learning to be more compassionate to each other? I think definitely there's some a lot of different things going on that have been pa- positive, uh, especially when it comes to people volunteering their time to, you know, help out. Some people are coming out of retirement, doctors, nurses. Um, but I was also going to talk mm-hmm. on that, uh, Christina, about them being beautiful. Like, a lot of people have been coming out yeah. with talents mm-hmm. and things. That's like, mm-hmm. oh. I love it. I love or it. Or making I masks out of different things, like vacuum bags. Um, mm-hmm. Just all kinds of neat yeah. things are occurring that you wouldn't even think of. Um, mm-hmm. And... Uh, 
Yeah. That kind of goes back to the family it. time, being creative with your kids during this yeah, time. Absolutely. You know, talking about being a family time, but also this um, coronavirus is also, like I was mentioning before, about how you appreciate your own mm-hmm. family. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it's also separated from your loved mm-hmm. one. And mm-hmm. um, let me bring you, I don't know if you knew that my father-in-law passed away yeah. last week. I'm sorry. Thank you. That. I mean, it's so sad because it was so sudden. We wasn't expected him to um to pass away. He was in the nurse home in in the nursing home, and the nurse called my sister in law, my ex sister in law, and said, "Your father passed away this morning." And that's when I came home, and then my daughter got screamed and she was mad, and that's how we we know that my father in law passed away. But the saddest part is that we have the biggest family. We do, you know, this is part of our thing, our traditional that once someone passed away, we do a big ceremony, mm-hmm. right? So the saddest part is just that we couldn't be there for him. He, we, mm-hmm. he died alone mm-hmm. and he, he they, they bury him alone mm-hmm. and the family cannot even do the ceremony for mm-hmm. him. And mm-hmm. So each of us in the family, we have to do different ritual ceremony. I do uh, one ritual ceremony for him and I don't know if the other people do it, but I know myself because I couldn't be there for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't mm-hmm. do anything for him because my son, he had three grandsons, which is my my son was going to honor him by being a monk, stay at the, uh, the temple for one day to, mm-hmm. to honor him. But he, we couldn't do that because of this coronavirus. It separated us. I was afraid that we, we, we're going to get the virus if we go near him. Even though the people mm-hmm. that work at the um, the funeral service, he told they told us that we could not go to near the body. We can't do that. Oh, wow. We cannot even go to the funeral home. It's only four people that allowed to go to the funeral mm-hmm. home. There's no there's no service. They won't allow you to have any service at all. So he was there alone, and that's the saddest mm-hmm. part for us, though. That 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 we couldn't and- honor him. We 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 couldn't even say goodbye to him. We couldn't even farewell for, for his last ride. He didn't even do anything for him. So, yeah. That is interesting, and, too, know, that you mentioned that, because I was wondering how, like, they showed in Italy where a priest, he uh, did a ceremony for, like, 49, I think it was, like, 49 or 45 caskets. And mm-hmm. I just sat there, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, is that how it's going to be? You know, yeah, and so one of my boss, her uncle passed away, but she was making it sound like they were still gonna have a ceremony, and no. and I'm like, I you know I didn't say anything to her because you know what she's grieving. I don't know exactly what they. So I just said, like, yeah, keep your mouth shut, Dawn. She'll find out what's <laughs> what's gonna happen because she, she said that he was in the service, and you know, so I was like, okay, so yeah. That's like so hard, and it's so frustrating, especially like when you want to grieve. And there are so many personal and so many like once in a lifetime moments mm-hmm. that people are missing out on. But do you think that this is teaching people to have like a respect and an appreciation for traditions, traditions that they might have even yes. lost? You know, now kind of mm-hmm. connecting back yes. to them. Wow, it is that. What about you, Liz? What do you do? So for me, my biggest thing, my biggest lesson, my biggest takeaway is to do less. And I say that all the time. I'm going to do 
yeah. self-care. But like, I have really been enjoying um, the slow pace. I've been drinking more yeah, tea, yeah. more great tea. I've been having great <laughs> cups of tea. <laughs> Cooking great, you know, baked goods and meals. Um, just so for me, I'm just reevaluating my lesson. My takeaway mm -hmm. from all this is to appreciate, um, even though I spend a lot of time with my family and they're so important to me, really just valuing that and really wow. seeing how like, this was like easy for me because like we spend time together. So you know how some people are like, oh my God, I'm like stuck with my family or so on and so it, it was easy. So I appreciate that. Like I'm appreciating, you know, um, just the little things to stay encouraged because it can get to be a lot yeah. and overwhelming. Just appreciating that, you know, mm -hmm. I have a roof over my exactly. head, heat, food. you know, those basic needs, you know, like I'm safe. There's people that mm -hmm. are not safe. Like we talked about, you know, appreciating, you know, like you talked about like your loved one passed and not mm -hmm. being there. You know, I'm just appreciating just like again, just uh -huh. family and I'm just reevaluating and like, there's some things I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to participate in that anymore. Yeah. Like I'm not doing mm -hmm. this event. Yeah. Like there's just different things. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to yes. value. There you go. Um, and again, talking back to what you talked about, Christina and you, Dawn, I'm going to value um, me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to value my time and mm -hmm. I'm going to take care of myself. So not like I'm taking a yes. selfish lesson, but a more balanced I, lesson. Yes. Actually, is what I it's okay to be selfish. You, but when you're talking about selfish, it's okay because selfish is mean you're taking care of yourself. You're not selfish to any other. You self by taking care of yeah, your that's self-care. You got to take that time because you block everyone out. Mm -hmm. You got to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. You got to um, you 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 have to fulfill your cups before you fulfill other people's cups. Mm -hmm. That's fine, you know. But if you if you're not selfish, you're gonna go out there, keep doing what you're doing, and you forget yourself, and then and then you think that you can take care of other people's, but you're not taking care of yourself. How can you do that? You know what I mean? That that you know what we're gonna end right there. How can you fill someone else's right? Cup? You your cup. That listen, <laughs> and you know what. This is literally, you know, how they tell you on the airplane, uh, put your own mask yes. on for someone else. <laughs> and everybody who has kids are like, I'm putting my child's on, but you can't put the child on, you can't breathe. <laughs> right. And like, literally, that's where we are. And so my hope is that anyone listening, really think about, instead of taking the doom and gloom from this, think about what lesson is your takeaway? Because mm -hmm. this is going to end. You know, and like, what is the takeaway? I don't think that, you know, we can go back to it's, life yeah. as usual. I think that would just be a, a, such a waste. So really think about like, what is it that you need as a person, as a family, as a community? Um, I definitely loved seeing as a community here in Waterbury, seeing all the good things, seeing mm -hmm. us come together. Um, I thought that was just really nice seeing oh, all the yeah. positive things. Yes. You know, to be honest, one this lesson it taught me the most is be cautious. Mm -hmm. mm. Yes, cautious mm -hmm. of everything you do in life. Mm -hmm. Never be careless. Yes, and that can be the real new normal because we yes. talked about summertime and you know how all of us love going to the beach yeah. and all the things that yeah. we were taking, you know, kind yeah. of granted for. When, yeah. when it comes back to that, 
a lot of things are going to be different and they already are predicting, you know, you know, when the beaches get crowded or whatever, they're going to have a certain amount of people. So that means it's going to be less that that you're going to be able to go whenever you want it. You're going to, you know, you're going to have to get up crack of dawn to go, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so I, I, pretty much because they were like talking about it. They were like, uh, it's not, it's not going to be the same in different places that we or we're used to having a lot of people. And I'm like, oh, wow. And you just don't, you think about all the places. You got your churches, you have weddings and different things that are coming mm-hmm. that people wanted to get married and can't get married now or they're going to have to wait. And the poor students who can't have their regular graduation or proms, it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, talking about that, you know, it's also that um, I feel bad for my son, his senior. Mm-hmm. And he oh, missed all oh. of this. He's, he was looking forward to his senior year. He was looking forward for graduation, a prom. Mm-hmm. And now he couldn't have that. But at the same time, he's accepted. Yeah. He learned to accept it. Mm-hmm. And and that's where we and I like for yeah. They're trying yeah, to do something in the summertime. He appreciated. Yes, huh? they were talking on the news the other day about trying to do uh, graduations in the summertime, if allowed, yes. and possibly proms or whatever. So they might still be able to have a delayed. I hope so. And I hope I that hope happens so. because that's a big thing. You know, we all have yes. moments in life where oh, I remember my prom and, you know, what I wore and who I was with. Yeah. And, you know, last time I've seen them, sometimes last time they see uh, their friends or, you know, or classmates, you know. Mm-hmm. But I like what both of you are saying. Like, you both touched on really crucial life lessons. One, Christina, you talked about accepting. For a lot of people, there's some things that they've lost or that they can't get back or there's things that they've missed. And there's going to have to be an acceptance for a change Mm -hmm. and acceptance for Mm -hmm. what didn't happen. And then for you, Dawn, I like how you talked about the proms and things later because some of us people are going to have to adapt to like okay this, this is not what I planned for it's not how I thought it was going to turn out but I'm going to appreciate mm-hmm. and accept what I can get so that mm-hmm. I can still have exactly. those memories so ladies thank you so much for sitting and for another episode of coffee and combos kind of like a 2020 COVID-19 uh, lessons updated <laughs> vision. My vision is still the same. Though. And so it's Christina, you... Away. It's still the same. <laughs> yeah. And so Christina, you talked about an event that you have going on that's pushed back. So tell us a little bit about that. And then Dawn, if there's anything you want to update about um, laughing okay. yoga, yeah, please so do that. The wind is, uh, the wind brunch is coming. Um, we postponed it to May 16th. Um, as of right now, we we can state it the way as it is until any further notice. But please come and join us May 16th, Women Brunch. We're going to celebrate Mother's Day. Um, as far as laughter yoga, because everything is like shut down, um, a lot of the events that I was uh, 
part going to participate in um, for the month of April. Uh, right now, as I know, we those are all going to be postponed to another date. Uh, I have yet to be or feel comfortable doing a laughter yoga on video yet. Maybe my friend Liz and Christina will encourage you. Yeah. yeah. You might have to do like a photo, photo shoot video yeah, type yeah. thing, but I haven't. Um, I know a lot of people are doing uh, virtual uh, things online, and some of my friends are like, why don't you do something like that? And I'm like, no. I <laughs> it's like I'm good right now. I mean, I've been basically what I have done thus far. Uh, my website is always post, you know, positive uh, things, either the meditation that other people do or my laughter yoga instructor. Uh, he's had a couple of uh, videos, so I've shared those. And so I'm still trying to do, you know, positive things behind the scenes until I can get into that comfort level of doing uh the video because I think that's a little challenging for me. <laughs> I like that. I really do. I think you should go for it. I think you should. Yes. Absolutely. I, I think it's, it's one I think it would be better. I think for me it would be better because um you know me every time when you have laughing yoga I always have to work, 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 work. Always. And mm -hmm. so that's why if you do that like a certain time, then I could do that. Yeah. I love what how this the different things that it's teaching and showing people with technology and all that, but that'll be <laughs> another whole conversation for us. We'll be here another two hours. <laughs> but thank you, ladies, so much. I appreciate you doing this. Stay safe out there. Continue to take care of yourselves and your families. Um, and always, you know, thank you're welcome you. back on the show anytime. Be safe, ladies. Be safe. Bye. Good to hear your voice. Bye. Bye.